Hello, and welcome to 201 Sports Weekly. I'm your host, Connor Bennett. And Anthony Bellardinelli. And today we have our special guest, Big Air, who's going to be in charge of Stardom Sidham for Week 6, the fantasy expert. So, let's just dive right into it. Let's do a quick recap of what happened in NFL Week 5. You want to start, Anthony? All right, so Cardinals versus Bengals. Uh, honestly, didn't really watch this game, but I started Kyler Murray this week over Matt Ryan, and honestly, it wasn't really a bad decision, but Matt Ryan, of course, had a better week than compared to other weeks, but, you know, they still picked up the big-time win, Kyler Murray with his first career win, and uh, Connor hit him off with the Bears versus Raiders. All right, so I'm not really a fan of either team, but I am very glad to say that the, uh, that the, uh, um... I don't have the scores up. <laughs> All right, we're gonna keep going. Um, nah, nah, we, don't worry about it. This it, is the beautiful thing about a podcast. You, 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 you can just talk. This is like pretty much open. So circuit. basically, like, I'm not really a fan of you there. I just know that Jay Gruden's son is a bum. He was like doing all that stuff with like those girls. And everything got fired. We're gonna skip over that. Unimportant to me. Very important to me. Giants versus Vikings. First of all, Giants versus Vikings is very important to me because I hate Giants fans with a burning passion. Number one reason. Number two reason. I dislike Giants fans because they're very bad people. That ties into that. Vikings, I like. Adam Thielen's very good. He was on my fantasy team. He popped off. He would have went off for more if Kirk Cousins wasn't a bum. All right. Next game, Falcons-Texans. Please take it away, Anthony. Very high-scoring game. Uh, Falcons, man, I don't know what's going on with them this year. I had high hopes for them this year. Matty Ice, man, has so many weapons. Calvin Ridley, uh, Muhammad Sanu, Julio Jones, of course, and Defonde Freeman. But they can't seem to pick up a win or get their groove in together. So I don't know what's going on. they got to figure it out because... They were my sleeper pick for a deep playoff run this year. I like they made the Super Bowl three years ago. I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah. So, um, but they lo- they they let their defense honestly not even a bad defense, mm-hmm. but they let up fifty three points this week mm-hmm. against the Texans. I know they're a high like powered offense, but yeah. like fifty three points is never an excuse yeah. on anything. So mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't know what's going on. They got to figure this shit out. Yeah, so. me neither. All right, so now we got the Chargers and Broncos. So I personally didn't watch this game. I did watch the highlights during school today, though. Cortland Sutton, man. He's a, he's a sleeper yeah. pick. It's the Broncos' first win of the year, which is very good for them. They beat the Chargers. I thought the Chargers were going to have a really good year again, but, you know, Phillip Rivers in, like, his weird arm form, not working out this year. Keenan Allen, he didn't really have a good game yesterday, <laughs> so I don't know. But Phillip Lindsay, goaded. On my fantasy team, he popped off yesterday. That's why I picked him. 15 carries, 114 yards, one touchdown, 7.6 yards on average per carry. Right. And... The game we both don't want to talk about. We can talk about this later because we're gonna have a entire we're an entire segment on the entire segment on the our, Jets. You know, because Connor and I, if you don't know already, we're pretty pretty loyal Jets fans at this po- uh, point in time, and um, you know, we have a lot to say about what's going on here. So we're gonna keep that game for later. Jets vs Eagles. We're gonna move on to the Seahawks versus Panthers, or not Panthers. Rant. What am I saying? And we have Hawks special guest Big Air to comment about the Seahawks, and yeah. we can perf- Eric, Eric, perfect. My, my brother Eric Blardino, you know he's. Good Seahawks fan, so he knows a lot about the Seahawks. Bandwagon. What do you got to say about the Seahawks, man? Um, the Seahawks, I think they played very well. Um, you know, we we did get a little lucky at the end, but you know, I'll take the win because that's it. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. What about Russell Wilson's performance? Pete Carroll uh, commented Wilson saying that's one of the best performances he's ever seen. Played from amazing. I have him on my fantasy he, team, by the way. Just saying. He only he didn't even throw for three hundred yards. He only had like four touchdowns though. He, he, made only, a lot he, of he only decisions. had four touchdowns. Yeah, he had a great game. Um, in the pocket, the Rams couldn't even touch him. Aaron Donald was just a he was no getting show. triple teamed. Yeah, I mean, how's the Seahawks offensive line? I thought it was the offensive good. line is is much more improved this year. But um, you know, 
Russell Wilson was just avoiding sacks left and right and made an incredible play to Tyler Lockett in the back of the end zone. All right, I just what about Chris I, Carson though. All right, you don't, you hate to interrupt ahead. again, but like you said, I think a week ago, like you don't like Chris Carson because no, like, I do. He like has Chris, like fumbling problems. He did lose us the game against the Saints, I think personally. Playing the blame along game. along with the kick return for a touchdown, but that was last week. This week, Chris Carson twenty carries, like one hundred seventeen yards and a touchdown. He almost dropped it in the end zone, but you know he caught it, and it was huge points for us. So. All right. All right. So. Panthers versus Jaguars. You want to take um, that one? Minshew Magic cannot have, did not get done this week, but it was still a very good game to watch. It came down to the wire. It was actually very wild. There was a like late penalty call, and there was a free play at the end of the game, and, you know, Luke Keekley with the big bat down just sealed a win. But, honestly, I don't see why the Panthers shouldn't start Kyle Allen for the rest of the year. Ken Newton's been playing like a bum the past couple of years. Yeah, that's true. He dresses weird. Ever since he plays Super- weird. All right, so yeah, that's not the point. But every single every single uh, year since Super Bowl Fifty, man, I don't know what Cam's been doing, dude. I don't know if it's ha- if it's hair or not. Like he looks like a crackhead. How many now. games did he play this this year? He he played the first two weeks and he's been hurt. Like obviously he's been hurt. That's not an excuse. But when I watch him against the Bucks, on I think I think I believe it was Thursday Night Football. Man, I cannot see a starting quarterback. Like, I, I can count the amount of times where I just saw him throw it to the ground or out of bounds. He, wide open receivers, he was just missing. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But well, Panthers were a very good team. He was playing through an injury, by the way. I know, but, like, that's still, like, it's an ankle injury. That doesn't mess up your throwing arm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Cam His is always. His plant could have been bothering him. All right, but still, I have high hopes for the Panthers. They have a very good running game. Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's. Uh, He's already doubled Todd Gurley and Zeke for amount of scrimmage yards this year, just by himself. And Todd that's Gurley and Zeke Kyle are Allen, not. Gurley didn't play though. That's because the Kyle whole Allen can, know, can't throw to his receivers. All right, but he's only throwing to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but that's why. But my I think point, Cam Newton, he has more experience. He's been to the Super Bowl. I think he should play when he comes back. Kyle Allen's doing a great job, get some wins, but. Did you know He's that Cam? Did you know, know that Cam Newton stole a laptop though at the University I did, of Florida? I didn't know that he stole a laptop. What does that have to do with anything? That <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you're gonna steal it. stuff, maybe it'll impact on like how you play in a game. Oh, just thought I'd throw that out there. All right. All right. <laughs> Next game of the week that we're talking about is the Green Bay Packers versus the Dallas Cowboys. And we're gonna actually call on a friend, our friend Harrison Squad. Yeah. He's a Let good me give Packers a quick, fan. a quick recap before we. So call him. let's call him in. So basically, the Packers won, which I was actually happy of because I actually like. I really do not like Dallas Cowboys or their fans. Them boys are just straight trash. Oh. Here we go. We got a caller in. First caller. All right. Sorry to interrupt you, Connor, but we have our Packers fan, Harrison Squadron, here. What do you say about the weekly uh, game against uh, the Cowboys? What do you say about the performance? Uh, you know, Aaron did a good job managing the game. But, you know, it was really Aaron Jones who, who took over and dismantled the Cowboys' defense. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree, Z-Man. I completely agree. Uh, what? I, I said I completely agree with you. Yeah, the Cowboys just got absolutely embarrassed in their own stadium. In front of their yeah. own fans. Aaron's five and zero in AT and T Stadium, right? Yeah, and we love to yeah, see that. He, he's yeah, he's actually four and zero. Matt, Matt Flynn won the fifth game that they played there. Oh, knows his facts. Harrison, love to who see. Who remembers it. Matt Flynn? That guy was a god. Harrison, what do you think about Jair Alexander's performance against uh, Amari Cooper? Well, you know, he, he had the one interception, but you know that was kind of uh, Dak's fault with the pick. But uh, other than that, he, he had a pretty rough game. He had that one. Uh, he deflect. He made a, a good play to force incompletion on a slant route to Amari Cooper, but other than that, he got burned on a touchdown, and then, uh, and then yeah, he just, he just had a rough game. 
Amari yeah. Cooper is an elite receiver in the NFL. How do you think Jair, Jair Alexander will match up against other elite receivers? Well, our next game is against Detroit, so he will have a challenge with Kenny Galladay. So hopefully that they can play. You know, he can he can improve and, you know, play better against Kenny Galladay by, you know, pressing him more and maybe being more aggressive because I don't think he was as aggressive to Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, very good point, Z-Man. But how, how tall is he? Let's see. Let's look up here. Uh, I think he's 5'11". He is 5'10". He's, he's 5'10". He's going up against Kenny Galladay, who's 6'4". Do you think he's going to struggle in that department? They're probably, they're probably going to put um, Darnell Savage to shadow him also. They're probably not going to have him go one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Is Darnell Savage fully healthy after that leg injury? Yeah. Uh, it's just an ankle that got rolled up. I, I, think, I think he's going to be okay. All right. All right. Thanks for the input, Z-Man. We'd love to hear mm-hmm. from you. Hopefully you can be on the show next time. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Thank guys, you. hit him up on the gram. Uh, what's your Instagram, Harrison? Uh, it's just my name. All right, Harrison, Squadron. Harrison Squadron. And your snap? Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Never mind. See you, Z-Man. All right. All right. Thank you for Harrison Squadron for yep. being on the guest show. All right, now in the next Titans game, Titans versus Bills. As a Jets fan, I do not like to see the Bills win mm-hmm. and I I heard one of the sports analyti- uh, analysts say in the beginning, I can't remember who it is, but actually I believe it was, uh, what was it, the fullback on the Seahawks in the Super Bowl win. What was his name? All right, but I think uh, he's... Marshawn Lynch? I'm just no, kidding. not I'm Marshawn Lynch. It was a fullback. Um, can't, can't remember. It's not the point. But he <laughs> said that the Bills are going to be very good this year, and I didn't believe him. I really didn't. And then... I started to do my research, and I looked at it, and I told my brother, I'd be like, oh, the Bills, they could be a sleeper this year. And I was like, no way. They're, they're trash. Josh Allen's not a winner. He can, like, he, he'll st- keep you in games, but he's not a winner. Mm-hmm. No, I think he's a winner. Well, now you do. But no. <laughs> you no, didn't think I that think before. I think he's a winner, Sam Darnold, but we'll get into that later. All right. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, the Bills are playing very good this year, and I expect, them, I expect them to keep, them up, keep it up this year, but, you know, I wouldn't expect too much from them. Yeah. I, I wouldn't expect a deep playoff push. I would say wild card, maybe second round. Yeah, maybe so, even just the way they're going. But things like could turn around. I feel NFL's like they're unpredictable. I feel like they might die out later on in the season. I don't think they're going to be winning as much once yeah. their schedule picks up. I mean, they play the Patriots again. They play uh, the Jets again with Sammy D and CJ Mosley. I know, you know that's but they also story. do play the Dolphins twice. again. Yeah, I think they already played them once. I they? think their defense. I don't think they is, have. It's just uh, too good. They play the Dolphins twice. They could have played. I don't know. I think they did play the Dolphins. Oh. Uh, all right. I think that we're going to take a break from recapping the games quickly and move over to Big Air's starting Mercedes for week six. Take it for away, Big six. Air. Yeah, take it away. So Big Air, if anyone doesn't know, he's a fantasy expert. He's world-renowned for fantasy football. He's also very good at Xbox. He's very good at just analyzing numbers. So you start him Sidham for week six, Eric. Who do you think your sleepers are for this week? Sleepers? I mean, I only have a couple games so far. But the Patriots versus the Giants. The Giants, I wouldn't start anybody uh, this week because they're just going against a stacked Patriots defense. Yeah, I'd say Quan and Wayne Gallagher. I mean, maybe if you're in a super flex league, start, you could start um, Daniel Jones. But other than that, I wouldn't really start anyone. Maybe. Uh, Would you know. say start Rex, Bur- Rex Burkhead? Uh, He's on the waiver wire for most leagues. I, w- I wouldn't start Rex Burkhead this week. For the Patriots, I'd start Philip Dorsett, Julian Elman, Josh Gordon, Sonny Michelle, and James White. But I would not start Rex Burkhead. 
unless you're in dire need in a super deep league, then okay, you could start Rexburg Head, but other than that, no, I would not. Alright, do you have any other uh Panthers versus Bucks? Okay. Just, Chris McCaffrey, obviously. You gotta start him. Uh last time Greg Olson played the Bucks. He had a pretty good game. Yeah, but the last the last two weeks, though, it's been straight it say Yeah, it has been rough. Yeah, for Greg Olson. I started him both weeks in a row because rookie mistake by me. I thought he was going to keep – he had like 24 points, 25 points. He was going off. Then it's just zero receptions, zero yards. He plays well, like Cam a New- he Cam plays Newton like a 22-year-old. Loves- then he plays like an old man. I know, but that, I don't that understand. also comes from the fact that Cam Newton loves to throw to Greg Olson, and since they're starting a new quarterback, you know, it's not he's not always going to throw to him. Cam Newton relies on Greg Olson. He's always been his favorite target. So I think that has to come – into account. So I when think, Cam comes back, obviously Greg Olson's someone you're gonna want to start. I, th- I, th- I like everybody in this in these game in this game here because last time they played it was a close game, but this week I I think it's gonna be more of a shootout. I think Greg Olson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel all will have great numbers. Christian McCaffrey great numbers. I'd even start Kyle Allen this week maybe. Uh, for the Bucks, Ronald Jones, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Payne Barber, all good options as well. O.J. Howard has been a no-show this week, but, uh, I mean, this whole year, really, he's kind of been a disappointment. So I, I don't know mm-hmm. if I would start him this week. But other than that, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the input, Big Air. We can yeah. come back to you once you uh So that was more. Big Air's part one, stardom suit him for week six. <laughs> all right. All right, back on to uh, what we're going to. Can we move? I so, really want to. Talk about the Jets. We gotta fi- we gotta finish all start, games. Start with the Jets. I think we should start with the Jets. Start Just get right into it now. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. So, so you, you want to go first, or to your coming two? from the two most loyal Jets fans I've ever met in my life? Obviously You're, yourself. Well, and, I'm one of the two. Yeah. yeah and, then, and then Anthony. And then me. And we are going to talk about the Jets. It's a very sad topic for us. So we're first, get emotional. Yeah. Be ready. All right. So the first thing, obviously, that we're gonna have to talk about is Adam Gase and offensive struggles. Um, in the press conference after the game against the Eagles, he uh, blames it on himself that all the problems on offense are about him. It is his fault. He's a bum. He doesn't know how to call plays. He the amount of t- the entire I mean, first he loves quarter. Call- no, he knows how to call plays. No, he but doesn't. They're just all behind the line of scrimmage. Exactly. They're terrible. The entire <laughs> first quarter, the only person that touched the ball besides Luke Falk was Le'Veon. Le'Veon receiving only Le'Veon. Oh, you, oh, the, the other defense is so easy to guard just. You know what they're doing? First down, run up the middle. Second down, run up the middle. Third down, throw behind the line. I mean, you can't, you can't really blame Luke Falk or Adam Gates. Like, we don't really First have, of all, Luke Falk's we really, don't really too, though. Like, Robbie but, Anderson is our number one receiver. It didn't really help us that Quincy Noah got another neck injury in the beginning of the year. But That's true. Robbie Anderson can't be our number one We have Crowder. One Crowder's not even bad. He's just He's not targeted. Slot. He's not targeted, though, ever. I know, but that's because Luke Falk is scared to throw I don't understand field. how Adam Gates was supposed to be this offensive genius or mastermind, and yet... We don't have an offense. I know our quarterback's sick. For, that's another topic. I love Sam Darnold. How do you get mono as a 23-year-old man? You just got to respect him. You got to respect him. It's from those Rutherford it's girls, like man. You guys are getting Sam Darnold back this week, though. Yes, right? we know. We that. are. Yeah, and you're getting Chris Herndon back. So and, Brandon, the and Brandon Copeland. And C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley. So your team is going to be looking a lot better I thought, this I, week. I think he was still on injured reserve. Quinn and Williams was back last week and didn't really have an impact. No, he didn't. But also, Eagles offensive line is one of the best in the league. So can't really expect too much. Uh, I, you honestly, can't really expect Quinn Williams. Like Sam Darnold needs to have a good year this year. Coming back off the sickness. He Otherwise, too good, too last, good year, he, last year he didn't have that good of a season. This well, year he was rookie. supposed to prove himself. Still, though, this year he was supposed to prove himself. 
and instead he goes messing around with these dirty girls, gets mono, and he's just choking on our franchise. We put faith into him drafting him. He can't be getting mono. We I put know we can't. faith. The Jets fans put faith into him. You know, honestly, going into this year, I really was like, you know, in the next five years, maybe I will see the Jets in a Super Bowl. And now I'm just like, it now, it doesn't look maybe like in my grandkids' lifetime, the Jets will go to the Super Bowl. That's how I feel right now as a fan. I'm just that put down. I don't know yeah, what to do. It got, it got too bad to the point where I couldn't even watch the Jets last week against the Eagles. I had to turn on the Giants game, and that just says a lot right there. I couldn't, I couldn't stand watching the Jets go three now every single but, uh, offensive series. But no matter how annoyed I get with the Jets, I will never become a bandwagon and ditch them, unlike some people on this podcast. Eric. All right. I didn't <laughs> ditch any team. That's, that's a whole other segment. That's a whole other segment. That's episode number two. Anyway, would you like to talk about the loyalty of Jets fans, Anthony? Um, you don't know the definition of loyalty if you're not a Jets fan. Um, we got to be one of the most loyal fan bases in the league. We're still, that's I think not, there was, not, I don't think that's true. All right. How is that not true? Eric, we have second most in attendance in the league. Who's, yeah. who's first in attendance? Pretty sure it's the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. It's then most like, then yeah, the Cowboys have the biggest Right, then they're the most loyal. Yeah, right? but we are one of the most loyal. For well, also, team. Cowboys have a lot of bandwagon fans, though. Like any Cowboys fan that lives in New Jersey, they're not from Dallas. Like if you're not, their affiliate- parents aren't from Dallas, unless if, if you're not some affiliated of them are. with the, with the with the city of the team that's playing there. You're like, bandwagon. I don't know why you're. Supporting. It's like Steelers fans live in New Jersey. Bandwagon. Like I still question to this Steelers day. Steelers fans are the most bandwagon team of all. Yeah, time. I still question to this day why my dad's a Dolphins fan. I feel bad for him. Bandwagon. No offense. But he, bandwagon. But he is the definition of bandwagon because he started watching football when Dan Marino And then was, Eric got the bandwagon the gene. That's how it works. Bandwagon fathers had bandwagon sons, then had bandwagon sons. You're in the middle ground right now. Your kid will probably be a fan of, I don't know, maybe the, hopefully the, the Jets will be good and then your kid will end up being a Jets fan because it will be bandwagon. Which we wouldn't even want him if he wasn't there from the beginning. So, yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alright. So, Jets are playing the Cowboys next week. Honestly, I expect a big game out of Sam Darnold. Come, he had a lawn break to study film and stuff. He kind of expected coming back around this time, so he should be well prepared. It might be a little rusty first couple of series, but I expect him to get into the flow in the game around the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to see out of the Jets, I want to see using less of Le'Veon, getting Ty Montgomery into the action. Give uh, Le- like just spice things up a little bit because we're very predictable. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but 90% of our uh, passing attack is either behind the line of scrimmage or like at the line of scrimmage. We yeah, barely throw the ball look. down the field. And whenever we do throw it at the line of scrimmage, it's either a screen, and this is the reason why we fired Todd Bowles in the first place, because all I did was call screens. Mm-hmm. And then we hired Adam Gaze. We had a better offense under Bowles. Yeah. We, we hired Adam Gaze, the offensive mastermind, quote-unquote, to improve our offense. But yet we're still throwing screens. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. what's going on here. Like, I understand why Robbie Anderson, like, love, the, love, his, love his talent, but he is not a wide receiver one. And, like, like, like I said earlier, Quincy Nuwa going down in the first game wasn't really a help. He's not a wide receiver one either, though. No, he's not, but he, he's tough. He was ours. He is tough. He's a tough kid. But, um, looking into the future in the draft and free agency, I think a wide receiver is definitely our main target and our main focus right mm-hmm. now. Like Stefan Diggs? Yes, if he wants to leave Minnesota, because that's what it's looking like right now. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother, whole nother thing we can get into. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, against on... the Cowboys, I expect a big game out of the Jets. I expect more than three points for the entire game. I expect mm-hmm. more than 100 yards of offense in the first yeah. half. I think we're only averaging 179 yards per game at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
but I definitely expect more than 179 yards per game. And I wouldn't be surprised if they surpass 179 yards in the first half. That's just my prediction. I can always be wrong. Just because I'm a Jets fan, mm-hmm. I expect big things from this team. Yeah. And I'm really upset that they're not performing to the level that I thought they would. So The only thing yeah. the only thing that I have a problem with is just here. Well, I'm trying to be positive, you know, look ahead like, oh, it's whatever, like, great teams to start 0-4 before. But then it's just like, back in my head, it's like, we're the Jets. We can't do it. But also, I look at the Refs schedule. Refs are never on our side either. That's another story about how Robert Kraft rigs the league against the Jets. I don't know about f- just Robert Kraft. Well, that's episode number it's just three. Like nobody likes the Jets. The world's against us. Yeah. And after the Cow- if we don't win against the Cowboys, our season is so, it's done. We're screwed. Yeah. We because we have the tank. Patriots. We're going to start 0-6 then. But then we play Dolphins twice, Redskins, Giants, Bengals, Giants is looking Steelers. like a tough game now. Like a very tough tough game. game, okay. It is. Okay. Danny Jones is a very good quarterback. No, he's not. Very good. Danny Dimes my ass. He sucks. Okay. So, in other sports news, <laughs> uh, so in baseball, I know that I'm a pretty big Yankees fan. Not huge, but decently big. I know that you guys aren't really into baseball. So, none of these Yankees just uh, swept the Twins, and they're moving on to the next round of the playoffs. They're moving on to the ALCS, and that will begin soon. Uh... In other news, Anthony's going to now talk about the Hong Kong protests and the NBA. All right. Um, I honestly wanted to save the segment for later because I wanted to get Eric Starr and Sinem, but since he brought it up, I guess I will oh, talk about bad. it. Oh, my bad. All right, it's all good. But I was honestly not too aware of what was going on, so I had to research what was going on. Um, and pretty much uh, Rockets uh, general manager Daryl Morey supported the protesters in Hong Kong. This is pretty much like why this whole dispute is going on. And... Like, everyone's thinking that, oh, like, why is he supporting China? Like, and then Commissioner Adam Silver, like, stressed, like, the long held values of the NBA are to support freedom of expression and certainly freedom of expression by members of the NBA community. And this is pretty much just, like, you know, it's like, I don't understand why this is such a big problem, but they're making this, like, what, like, will we play in China ever again? Like, will the NBA need China or will the China need NBA? That's, like, the whole argument behind this. But it's like preseason. Like I don't understand why this is all happening. Um, but this, I think, this will definitely affect the Olympics for sure, since mm-hmm. the Olympics will be in China next year. Yeah. So. It's a very good take. So, uh, but for the NBA preseason, I wanted your guys' predictions and thoughts for regular season standings, your sleeper teams, prediction for MVP, etc. So. I'm going to start off with what I think. I think the Bucks are still going to maintain the one seed in the East by the end of the, end of the season. I think the Philadelphia 76ers are a real title contender, but I feel like they will still be the number three seed. Um, I, I feel think like the Nets are looking at like a four seed. I Maybe would say five lower. or six. I don't know. I don't know. Kyrie Irving's. I love the guy. He's my favorite. He's my favorite player. I idolize him, but, you know, I don't really... He's more of a Robin than a Batman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... That's why they signed Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's the guy. Yeah, except he's out all of uh, exactly this year. So I don't, I don't know about that. They might, they're definitely going to be improved over last year, but I don't know about four seed, maybe six. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think Philadelphia, Philadelphia is going to be a very, really good title contender. They're going to either be two or three seed, and they are my prediction for the NBA Finals in the East. Um. I believe the Detroit Pistons will shoot their way up to the fifth seed this year oh, with the addition of Derrick Rose and Joe Johnson. 
I used to love Joe Johnson. I still think he's a great player. Um, Back in what, Hawks or Nets day? Hmm? When did you like Joe Johnson when he was on the Hawks or Nets? I liked him when he was on both. He was a bucket. So, um... Yeah, it's I, the whole big so three thing. A lot my of prediction for the that. finals is going to be uh, Clippers, Clippers 76ers or Lakers 76ers. Just either one of them. And maybe even Rockets 76ers. I don't know. But I don't really trust Russell Westbrook. Hmm. I don't really think he's a team player. Hmm. But that's a whole other issue that we can explain hmm. later. But I honestly don't think the Lakers are going to be the number one seed in the Western Conference. Um, I think the Clippers are. But... This is what we can explain later. we got another 40 minutes on this recording. So, we still haven't gone over all the weekly recap of the NFL season. Would you like to say something, Connor? Uh, no. So, <laughs> I think that the next topic, I think Eric's going to wrap up his start to sit up. And then, I just want to say that if you guys have any questions at all about the podcast, you want to submit questions for us to talk about, you want to email us to be interviewed on the podcast, mm-hmm. maybe, please email us at... 201sportsweekly at gmail.com. We, are, we will reply to anyone. Also, if you want to hear sponsorship opportunities, if you would like to send us free gear, free merch, free microphones, free chairs, free we desks, free laptops, anything to help record a podcast. Oh, Cam Newton could help you out with that laptop. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's yes, still he could. Yeah. And if you want some crab legs, who can we get that from? Oh, James, James Winston. Winston. Of course. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, um. All right. <laughs> Continuing the stardom system, we have Seahawks versus Browns. I think this game. It's not even going to be close. I think Seahawks will take it away. Oh, yeah, Browns are clowns. The Browns are clowns. Baker Mayfield has shown that he's oh, regressed. Quickly, I wanted to talk about how bad Baker Mayfield is and why he's a bum. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So, basically, I don't like Baker Mayfield. I don't like Odell Beckham Jr. They act like they're a lot better than everyone. First of all, OBJ's so fruity. The way he acts. No, the way but OBJ's he... been pretty silent this year, dude. I don't care. No, he was not silent. Compared to the At the Jets game, the when he played the Jets Monday night, he said that he's still owns uh, New York. Well, he did. He ran for an 89-yard touchdown, dude. Okay, against the Jets. We so left impressive. that game as I, soon as he scored. I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. You could do that. I could do that. That's how bad the Jets' defense was that night. I could do that. Bennett Island. They ca- I'm locked down on D. Say but the not Jets' on defense offense. wasn't even that bad. That no, night. our defense is the only thing keeping us in the game, but our offense is just... But I think that your defense looked I just good don't because like the way Baker was just Odell's terrible. just disrespectful. He's just a disrespectful person. And I don't like that. I like Odell. I don't, I don't like Odell. Really okay, like we don't Odell. we don't have to. Agree. All right, continuing on with Stardom Sidham. Well, we we didn't talk about why Baker's overrated. Okay, well, yeah, he is overrated. He's five eleven. He's not anything like Russell Wilson. He can't run like Russell Wilson. He can't. Exactly. He doesn't have the play calling ability. He doesn't scrambling ability. A Seahawks fan, by the way. Well, he, he's Kyler, also not Kyler, Kyler Murray Kyler or Kyler Baker. Murray, Kyler Murray or Baker. Kyler Murray's shorter, but he's Sam Darnold or Baker? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'd take Baker. I would take I would take Sam Darnold, obviously because I'm a Jets fan. I, I haven't seen anything from Sam Darnold. I well, it's because he's Baker. had mono. He's Yo, messing around with the East Rutherford December girls. Game it's not his fault. Bills, December game against the Bills in Buffalo. That was a great game by Sam. Great game. What, when they were like, what, one in, comeback one in 12? Comeback victory. That was a great performance by him. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, whatever you guys say. Anyway, Seahawks versus Browns. I, w- I would start Chris Carson, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and and um, Tyler Lockett. The Browns. You're gonna start OBJ, even though he's been playing terrible. One, the Jarvis Landry's been coming up big for me in fantasy, so I expect him to get a lot of touches. Uh, maybe Jarvis Landry this week. I don't know, but uh, what about Didi? 
D.D. Who? Westbrook. He's not on the, the Browns. Jaguars. No, I know. I'm just talking about sleepers. Oh, D.D. Westbrook? Yeah. yeah. I would I would start uh, I would start D.D. Westbrook and um, what's his name? What about Hollywood Brown? Dude, what are these Dude, stop questions? jumping from teams, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What, uh, what about I'm Patrick Mahomes? I'm, yeah. saying, I'm saying everyone <laughs> on my team. Okay. Well, yeah. And I would not start Baker. Baker Baker's terrible. Nick Chubb, also start him. Uh, Texans versus Chiefs. I think this game's going to kind of get a away. Get That's a, a good game. Yeah, it is. But I think it's going to get away from the Texans at first. Chiefs have a I lot to... I think the to, Chiefs uh, will probably go up 14-0 to, at the beginning of the game, and then the Texans will have to try to come back. But Chiefs are going to be sour from that victory against the... You're going to start... The, the loss against the Colts off. I don't know what I'm saying. You're going to start Patrick Mahomes. You're going to start Travis Kelsey. Damian Williams and or LaShawn McCoy. I'd be a little iffy on that one. When is Tyreek Hill coming back? Tyreek what? When is Tyreek Hill coming back? I don't know when Tyreek Hill is coming back. But anyway, I would start any of the receivers in the flex on the Chiefs just because of their Chiefs receivers. Or if you're in dire need of one, just start them at wide receiver two or three if you, if you have that. Texans, Will Fuller, DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, Carlos Hyde. And that would be who I start. You know, maybe if you're if you don't have a tight end, I'd start one of the t- the Texans tight ends because they've been getting the end zone recently. Make a trade for George Kittle. That's my two cents. He is my tight end. He's been That's great. Thing relevant to these two teams, obviously. <laughs> um, He's great. Saints versus Jaguars. Ends, Saints versus Jaguars. I think the Jaguars will win this game against the Saints. Really. And that's only because I think Teddy Bridgewater has been getting carried by the defense. And I think Minshew Magic is going to tear it up this week. Is it at New Orleans or in Jacksonville? Um, I, th- I believe it's in Jacksonville. It is in Jacksonville. So, yes, the Jaguars will win this game. I think the Jaguars For will. Sure. And they are actually favored to win this game, too. Okay. And do you, do you think, right, going back on the Jags, do you think Minshew Magic... Gardner Minshew, whatever you want to call him, will start over Nick Foles when he comes back. I think if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And right now, <laughs> right now, Nick Foles, his collarbone is broke. Is broke. <laughs> and it's taking time to fix. And right now, Minshew Magic is so playing pretty if, good. So if you are Nick Foles, don't fix your collarbone because that only fuels the fire to Gardner Minshew. You could answer it literally if you want. Go ahead, but I think Nick Foles should. He he's a veteran. I think he should, you know, coach up Gardner Minshew for the rest of the season, like he has been. He's been doing a great job. He's actually been playing really well, and I think the Jaguars they have a chance to maybe make the playoffs this year. Because their division's pretty close. And I would start D.D. Westbrook. And uh, what's the other wide receiver? The one that's having a really good year. No, not Chris Conley. The other one. I don't know. On what? Jaguars? On the Jaguars. I don't know. Well, my app's not. You can look them up. I'm trying to. So, you know, I like it's the NFL's 100th year. So what would your guys' um, greatest plays that have happened in the NFL in your lifetime that you've witnessed, do you think? Oh, easily. Marshawn Lynch, 60-yard run in the playoffs against and the Saints. This is why he's a Beast mode. This is Were why you a Seahawks fan during that game, afterwards, or a minute before? When did you become a fan? <laughs> afterwards. So that's when you hopped on the bandwagon? And that answers After the that question, play, folks. fell in love with Marshawn Lynch, 
and then I just started to become a Seahawks fan. And then would you consider that bandwagon the, or no? I don't know. I yeah, I started I really following like a player. I really wouldn't consider that bandwagon. I would say that that was before they were even good. They were seven and nine, and they beat the Saints. That was an underdog. They weren't favored. They I was weren't following a, a player. And then we drafted Russell Wilson, and then now I love Russell Wilson. He's a great quarterback. He's just amazing, and now I'm just a Seahawks fan because of that. So, okay, I can respect that. I can respect that. So, <clears throat> so Eric, inclusion, he's not a bandwagon, everyone. I got to say, one of my favorite plays I've ever seen in the NFL, I forget what year it was, but it's back when the Jets were good. It's got to be 2009 or 2010. It was a Jets game. It was Jets-Texans. I know uh, you're about to say. The corner of the end zone. Santino. Where I was sitting at. Santonio. Santonio Holmes. Corner of the end zone. As time's about to expire, catches it. Toe drag. Never heard MetLife Stadium get crazier in my life. And I've been to a lot of games there. And that stadium was half empty, too. Like, it wasn't even full. Yeah. At that, well, yeah, and it was still pretty loud. Left. It was pretty cold. It was, like, December late late in the year. And it was so loud. And, and that's when everyone was like, you know what? It's going to be the Jets here. But then, AFC Championships, we just choke. Yeah. yeah that was pretty bad. Um... My favorite play, probably ever, it's probably more, more recently, against uh, division rivals. It was either the Miami Miracle or the um, Minneapolis Miracle, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, that would, that, yeah, I know you're talking it would about. Probably be, I, would, I would probably choose uh, the, the Minneapolis Miracle just because of the stake of the game. It was mm-hmm. a second-round playoff game, and if you're that safety in the Saints, you've got to make that tackle. But, you know, it was a great play. And the stadium was going crazy. So I think that would probably be my favorite play. And I love Stefan Diggs. He's a good player. So Would you like to say something, Connor? Uh, no. So you got anything else you want to add into the podcast, Eric, before we wrap it up? Okay. Uh, rapid fire here. DJ Shark start. Saints. Michael Thomas start. Alvin Kamara start. Teddy Bridgewater start. Redskins. Adrian Peterson start. Uh, what's it? Uh, Preston Williams start on the Dolphins, and that's pretty much it on that game. Uh, Bengals start all their all the receivers. I think that they actually might win this game against the Ravens for some the reason. No, the, the Bengals. Um, start Joe Mixon. Start Andy Dalton. The Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson's gonna have a, a bad game, but you know that's just my opinion. And um, start Mark Ingram. Eagles. Start Ertz, uh, Jeffrey, uh, and Aguilar, I think, will actually have a good Butterfingers. Even though he's got Butterfingers. And then start Jordan Howard and maybe Miles Sanders in the flex if you need. Um, Vikings, Thielen, and uh, what's his Stephon name? Stefan Diggs? No, I wouldn't start Stefan Diggs. Dalvin Cook. Uh, Falcons are going to lose to the Cardinals this week, I think. And then we're going to have a whole different conversation about how the Falcons are just terrible and the big disappointment because Matt Ryan is f- just can't throw the football or win games. He said something about his footwork and how it's terrible. Yeah, his footwork is terrible. It looks like he's about to fall down b- and before he even gets touched. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I think it's going to be a shootout. I still would start Matt Ryan, I- ironically. Dante Freeman. Yeah, Cardinals. Uh, yeah, uh, and Julio and Mohamed Sunu. And then start David Johnson, Kyler Murray, and Larry Fitz. 49ers start any of their running backs because the run game's that dominant. 
not obviously not like their fourth string running back, but you know whoever plays, and um, Debo Samuel and George Kittle, and then the Rams start any of the wide receivers, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff, uh, Titans, Derrick Henry, because I think they're gonna Derrick Henry's gonna have a big game against the Broncos because they're probably going to be winning most of it. And I would also start... Uh, Philip Lindsay and Cortland Sutton. And that's it on that game. Cowboys, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, Zeke, Dak. That's your main four. Jets, I wouldn't start anybody besides <laughs> Le'Veon. <laughs> And I think maybe um, Robbie Anderson might have a decent game this week. But Steelers... Sammy D's back, don't forget. Steelers, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're third street, they have a third-string quarterback this week. I th- it, he didn't look too bad, so I'd still start Juju. James Conner, I don't even... He's going to not do well this week, I think. But, yeah, maybe start him. And Chargers, hopefully they have a good game with... Philip Rivers' terrible throwing arm. I, I don't mm-hmm. even know. It's Melvin Gordon, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Philip Rivers. That's your main. And then Lions, Kenny Galladay, and Carryon Johnson, and Packers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, MVS, and Aaron Rodgers. And that's it. All right, thank you. That was big airs. Hot take on fantasy. Start em, sit for week six. All right, All right, so, so uh, right before we wrap this up, I'll just say thank you for anyone listening to this. Please drop a like. Please leave us uh, readings on Apple Podcasts. Please comment down below. Also, comment any questions. You can also email us at 2on1sportsweekly at gmail.com if you would like to be on as an interview, sponsor us, or just questions for us to answer. And, anything, uh, Anthony? you know, we talked a lot about the NFL today, uh, but we'll be back probably next – we'll be back most likely next Tuesday or sometime next week. Um – and we're going to go more into depth on the NBA season because, you know, nobody really cares about the NBA preseason. But once mm-hmm. NBA season starts coming around the corner, you know, that's where we're going to talk about more. But we thought the NFL was pretty important, um, especially for us Jets fans, you know. Yeah. Sammy D, big time news today. So, you know, got a lot of excitement, a lot of news. Um, so we'll be, we'll be back next week with more uh, NBA analysis. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys for tuning in. Yep. We really appreciate it. And until really next week, it. Connor Bennett out. We'll see you guys next week. Larnelli, we'll see you guys later. 201 Sports Weekly. <laughs> Eric Larnelli out. Yeet.